MoneyWeb now on the money. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Chatting with Sandili Malinga, he's CIO of Multi-Asset at M&G Investments. Sandili, appreciate the time today. Multi-asset funds become very popular locally, and these are simply funds that hold more than one asset. It can include equities, bonds, cash, and the like, and it can be offshore and or local. That's correct. Thanks, Simon. Thanks for having me. We would like to think of those funds as you go anywhere funds, especially mm-hmm. for clients with retirement needs in the case of high equity funds and income needs, but with a little bit of diversification and growth in the case of low equity funds. So, you know, for us, you know, these are flagship funds and really ones that should meet a lot of client needs as well. And that's partly the beauty of them is there's different mandates. You said a high equity fund, for example, or an inflation plus or something like that. Depending on my need, I'm going to find one of these that fit for me. Are they dynamic inside? I mean, a high equity, would it always have a certain percentage equity or would that sort of fluctuate a little bit over time depending on conditions and valuations? Sure. I mean, we tend to apply a fairly long-term horizon when we think about assets, partly because mm-hmm. it's quite difficult to know exactly where asset prices and returns are going to go in the short term. So. Yeah. M&G, as, you know, from a philosophical perspective, tends to want to operate in the medium to long term. Now, obviously, how you build a portfolio, you know, the possibilities are almost infinite. Mm-hmm. And our preference is to, um, which, you know, it sounds quite complicated, but really is just a term to describe what we would do in the portfolio if we've you know, thought that all asset classes across the world, including South Africa, are fairly valued and we didn't have a view on those. So it's almost like valuation anchor and your position in the portfolio. But, you know, as you touched on, depending on the regime we're in, depending on what valuations are doing, and also depending really on risk appetite and risk aversion in the markets, the actual position in the portfolios will be quite different. So we tend to be very active And it's trying to, on the one hand, keep an eye on on the long term, Mm -hmm. so know exactly what we want to achieve with these portfolios. So in the case of Inflation Plus, you know, we want to achieve uh, real returns for our clients over the medium to long term. And it's typically, you know, 5% real before fees. But over the short term, we do find opportunities to be quite tactical. So, you know, take a case in point on our funds over the last year, we have been, you know, rotating out of South African equities into global equities, as well as South African cash into global bonds in response to the cheapening of those assets relative to our assets and also in response to some of the RAND moves that we've seen. So we can be very tactical, but generally it will be around that, you know, sensibility of where we think in the long term we should position the portfolios. And what happens? We've been in a a high inflation and rising interest rate environment. Consensus is rates will start coming down next year. The debate is when, but let's assume that we will start to see some rates coming down. We've seen yields, for example, the US 10-year has come down quite markedly from the 5% high earlier in the year. Mm. Even in that falling interest rate environment, can a multi-asset fund still produce returns, particularly if it's more focused towards inflation or perhaps yield? Yeah, absolutely. So we typically don't invest on the basis of forecasts. So Mm -hmm. 
for us, you know, whether rates come down tomorrow or, you know, interest rates are cut in June is, you know, a second order consideration. Gotcha. We are, you know, focused on thinking about the valuation. So, you know, like you mentioned, those U.S. treasuries, 5%, you know, nominal yield is attractive for U.S. treasuries. Firstly, you know, it's the first time in a very long time that you're being offered real yields for buying developed market yeah. debt. <laughs> and secondly, you know, you've seen a 500 basis point increase plus, you know, 525 basis point increase in U.S. short rates. So, you know, that increase in yields um, has restored value in those assets. So, you know, we would want to be exposed to those and either be overweight the asset class or overweight and or long duration, you know, in sort of a fixed income speak. And what that means is when yields come down, you will benefit from that because your sensitivity to falls in interest rates is higher when your duration is higher. So, you know, a multi-asset okay. portfolio has the ability to do that. And we have sizable exposures to not only South African bonds in the portfolios, but global bonds as well, some of the emerging market bonds. And really, it's in response to the valuation rather than making a call on whether we think interest rates are going to come down or stay where they are. Exactly. Point. It's around the valuation, which oftentimes is a hard enough number to pin down, predicting the future exactly. significantly exactly. harder. We'll leave it there. Sandili Meninga, CIO, multi-asset at MNG Investments. Appreciate the time. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.